Welcome to the Podcast Potables Network. You are listening to Process Potables, brought to you by the Andrew Boss team at Berkshire Hathaway. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star rating, and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and untapped at Process Potables, and on Instagram at Podcast Potables Network. Check out our other shows, Power Bombs and Potables, bringing you your weekly recap of professional wrestling television. You can find them on Twitter at PowerBombsPPN. Pucks and Potables, our hockey and flyers podcast at PucksPPN on Twitter. And Popcorn and Potables, your movie podcast at PopcornPPN, who just dropped a bonus episode about the movie The Lodge. For news, blog posts, info on breweries we've worked with, and more, check out www.processpotables.com. Process Potables is on tap. Cheers, everybody. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 64 of Process Potables. This episode is titled Tailgating with Feeding Time TV. I am Dan, joined by Steve as usual, and we have a very special guest in the house with us, our longtime friend Dave Wes. If you don't know him as a friend of ours, and you may know him from Feeding Time TV, which you can check out their YouTube channel, Instagram, and Facebook at Feeding Time TV. Dave, thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us, man. And I should say thank you for making us dinner. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me on, guys. So let's kind of talk before we get into our episode. If you could tell us, you know, about Feeding Time TV, what your mission kind of is, what people can expect when they tune into that. And then uh, specifically, you know, talking about tonight, you made us a fantastic bulgogi cheesesteak. So. Yeah. Kind of talk to us about the show itself, and then maybe if you want to talk about what, what we ate tonight, and then maybe we can give you some feedback from our end as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take it. So basically, uh, me and Kurt kind of came up with the idea of having a cooking show that kind of went to the beat of our own drum. Uh, we wanted to do it our way, not so much clean cut. I, like, I want to curse. I want to show my real personality, do things how I do them. I have no professional chef training. Um, my mom taught me. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> uh, and then YouTube videos and then cookbooks. Like uh, I would rather read a cookbook than a regular book any day. But I found I started just on Instagram, just taking videos of me cooking just with my phone, and that eventually grew into like me and Kurt talking. Like, hey, would you be interested in doing like a cooking video uh, or a cooking show? And I'm like, yeah. So what's funny is we actually happened to be in Miami. Like and we didn't know we were both in Miami. Um, I wake up from like a slumber on the beach, and it's the, like missed <laughs> nice. calls from Kurt. And I'm like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And he's like, "I'm in Miami. You in Miami?" Like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, let's meet up." And then we had dinner that night, and then we kind of just talked it through. And then when we came back to Jersey, we just started filming. Um, the rest is history, I guess. Um, and as far as the bulgogi, I'm glad you guys liked it. Um, bulgogi is like a Korean marinated beef dish that uh, I guess. I've known since, like, I was a kid. 
So that was the first video we did actually was Bulgogi to introduce that with a lot of people. So that was actually like really cool to see everyone uh, take that video and like actually make it afterwards. Yeah, Nancy's made it. I think at least I know we had it once. I think we might have had it twice. Yeah. So and like that's the thing too with steak, you can make it in so many different things and. Us being from Philadelphia or South Jersey, cheesesteaks are a yeah. part of our natural diet. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it just made sense, like bulgogi, and then adding the kimchi on top, use the Del Bono's rolls, and then like a gochujang, ketchup, and spicy mayo sauce on there. It just kind of made sense to me. Yeah, the and the rolls were nice and toasted perfectly. It was delicious, that man. Spicy mayo really hit, oh, yeah. I was a big fan of that. Yeah, that was banging, man. And what I like about bulgogi, too, is, like, if you know people who aren't into trying, like, new foods or things, like, that's a really good food to to have someone try. Be like, oh, this is, like, beef, just, you know, a little bit different. And, like, that's probably how I got sucked into because I didn't grow up eating anything fancy like that really as a kid. So that was kind of my initial foray into Korean food and... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's like a good stepping stone into into the wild craziness that is Korean food. So it's usually bulgogi is the first stop. And then you go a little bit deeper and get a little bit crazier. So I like that you said that kind of the idea of making the show your own is like you want to be able to curse, you want to do your own thing, you want it to be kind of raw. Like that's kind of the same idea we had. Is like, you know, there's a bunch of people that talk sports. Like neither of us are, are really sports journalists or anything. Like people aren't going to be like, Oh yeah, they're the guys I want to hear talk about sports. But we were like, Hey, we want to do it. You know, we want to be able to curse. We want to be able to speak our minds. We want to have, have fun with it, make jokes. And also, you know, what else do we like? Oh, well we like drinking beer. So let's try and find a way to pair beer with it. And also like, who's doing that. So like you kind of make it your own. And then it's like, yeah, are we the first people you would look to, to hear about sports? Maybe not. But if you're looking for, you know, a new voice and people that are having fun with it. And also if you're into like the beer thing, then maybe, you know, that's a place for you. So I think it's important to find like that niche you can hit when you're still trying to do something that a bunch of people have done before you and, and like innovate it still and make it your own. And that's what I look about yours is that I feel like it, it is still kind of like a new spin on something that I have seen a bunch. And it also helps when you have like a personality like yourself that like, <laughs> Thank you. you know, people, people <laughs> are drawn to it and, and want to watch and is entertaining. So that definitely helps. Now, I got to do our part here since we do talk about the beer part and mention that I did give each of you guys a beer here that we're trying out here. So we have talked about this on the podcast before, but I thought that this was a, a good one for you to try since we've gone through a couple tonight. I've introduced uh, Wes here to a couple milkshake IPAs, which he was definitely into. So he wasn't a big IPA guy, but a lot of times people who don't like those are into the milkshake ones because of the lactose. They smooth it out. They're not really bitter. I pushed the envelope a little here with the Evil Genius Trust the Process, which is a 6.7% IPA made with mosaic and amarillo. It's brewed with two-row and oat malts and then dry-hopped aggressively with mosaic and amarillo hops. It should have notes of guava, lemon, pineapple, and clementine so it's not a lactose ipa so it's going to be more like a normal ipa like you said but i was hoping that maybe all the kind of fruit and juice flavor might tide that over a little bit for you so what do you what do you think about it i'm not gonna let this beer go to waste dan i'll tell oh, you yeah, I, knew, I know that <laughs> um i do like the ones with the lactose better like you said it kind of smooths things out um i'm not usually an ipa fan but the two other beers i would definitely drink again this one i will say it has really cool cane art Artwork's very cool. We're a big fan of that as well. Uh, obviously, I figured with the Sixers ties, too, that that was, that was a fun one to feature here. So, as we get into it, so we're going to talk a lot about food on this one. This is this is strictly basically like a tailgating food kind of podcast. It's going to make you guys hungry. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty full, but I'm already just reading the rundown here. I'm kind of getting a little bit hungry. So, <laughs> Steve, you, you kind of ordered this rundown, so why don't you take us through the first thing that, that you wanted to talk about here? You're, the, you're really the food guy, even over me, even though I'm definitely up there. So I feel like this is your chance to kind of take yeah, the sure. ball, so to speak, and run. So I know when uh, Wes first initially uh, reached out, like, Wes, you're not the biggest sports guy per se, but when it comes to tailgating, food, having a good time. He's like rocking a, a fucking yeah, sweet I mean, Iverson look, yeah, jersey, man. Yeah, it's a Hawaiian Iverson. And, like, if you know Wes, like, only he can pull that off, too. So Correct. So we just kind of want to talk about, uh, you know, from your experience uh, tailgating around. One question I had here is uh, what, in your opinion, is the best tailgate food that are not burgers or hot dogs? I would have to say, I like when people do the cheesesteaks on the griddle. Yeah. I see that out there. That's also how I came up with the idea. I love when I see cheesesteaks. Or or if you see like someone with a fryer doing wings, that's yeah. impressive because that's commitment to the tailgate when oh, you see yeah. that. It's funny because uh, my little brother, he did like swim club or whatever, and one of the kids he swam with. Um, he went to Villanova on a football scholarship. He was the kicker, and his dad does like a huge Eagles tailgate every like Sunday. Kickers football scholarships, yeah. Which <laughs> I was like, wait, okay. are, believe it or not. So, but uh, they, they, you know, this is like a rich family from Washington Township. So they had like a huge, like essentially like food cart, and they were making cheesesteaks and stuff, and like you know they had like the fryer for the wings. But so when Villanova they played Temple at the link. My dad's like, hey, I want to go with us. I'm like, sure. Like, I don't want to, like, tailgate with a bunch of, like, high school kids and their dads. But it was, like, one of the coolest things. And it's, like, exactly what you said. They had, like, this huge griddle and, like, this, like, truck and, like, the, the steaks and everything. Uh, my favorite is because uh, you don't see that as often, or at least I haven't. I just, like, really love, like, a good bratwurst or, like, an Italian sausage with, like, uh, peppers. Like, like to me, like, at a tailgate over, you know, especially, like, a charcoal grill, like, that just, like, could really hit the spot. Hold on. I got to revisit this. You didn't think you wanted to go tailgate with a bunch of high schoolers and old people because you're not the guy that goes to the tailgate and drinks and play games. So that sounds like your kind of tailgate is a bunch of boring Connor. people just eating food. Yeah, but it was good food. Like, so I think right. I'm I just really saying the fact that, yeah, you, that you scoffed at it. I feel like that should yeah. have been your. It should have been. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask right you a question. Eye. A follow up question: Do you prefer uh, sweet sausage or hot sausage? I prefer uh, hot. 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 Yeah, absolutely hot. Yeah, I like spice too. So, so when I answered this question, I, I was trying to think about like actual tailgates. Because here's the thing: like, like you both have mentioned wings at tailgates. I don't think I've ever had wings at a tailgate. I, I feel like that's a weird thing to me to eat at a tailgate. Because especially like, like that's the good thing about like burgers, hot dogs, even like a, like a bratwurst. Is like it's on a roll. It's pretty clean because like you're out there. You don't bathrooms. You don't sinks or anything. Like I know it's kind of like. Pussy kind of answer, but like I'm in the middle of this parking lot. I'm still trying to drink and play games, and like I got to go in. Like I don't really like wings. I make a mess of myself. It gets all over my face, my clothes, my hands. I'm not going in the game like that. So like I put on here. I mean, number one is beer for me. First of all, beer more than anything. But you know, like maybe some cheese fries because they soak up the alcohol and you know just yeah. dip them and go. And then like we were talking about hoagies earlier and places around here, which we'll get to. But an Italian hoagie from Virtuos, man, like. It's huge. It fills you up, but it's clean. It's not so much that, like, I can't go in and still enjoy a snack, though, or I can even eat half of it and save the other half for another day because those things are fucking massive. Like, a lot of things you guys mentioned are things I really like to eat, but not in a parking lot. I like to eat them at home, at the bar. I don't know. See, I'm surprised that you two were so in line there. I feel 
weird, but so I don't usually make it into the game. So it's, well, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what I look like. Fair I'm passed out somewhere. I mean, I, I've had those. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, um, I just have a so wife who anymore, always happens but... to have like wet naps or napkins, or so I'm I'm usually good with that. So, so <laughs> kind of along the lines of of the tailgate thing is then you know what are the best places to stop and get food before the game if you're not going there and making it and. I kind of split this into two things because I think you have to separate South Jersey and Philly. It's one thing if you're getting food in South Jersey and taking it over. It's another thing if you're getting it in Philly and going over. So I think our South Jersey list, we're pretty much on the same page, and yeah. I don't think there, there's a lot really to say. I already mentioned Virtuos. We put Dom's on here, and then we put Carmen's before it was bought out and changed because yeah. old Carmen's slapped, but not new Carmen's. Sorry, is, is there any, sorry. Yeah. Is there uh, is there anything else South Jersey wise you can think of that like maybe you would stop and pick up on the way? I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Primos. I know it's a chain, yeah. but they're consistent. I'll get a look, Diablo yep. every single time. Chicken Diablo? No, just an Italian Diablo. Okay. okay. Yeah, I get uh, the, I, I get the chicken Diablo. There. They're consistent. That's, that's like you can get a Primos at any Primos, and it's going to taste the yep. same. Dude, if Primos was like two dollars cheaper, I would eat it a lot more. That's yeah. the only thing. Is that yeah. expensive? It is good and it's consistent. Yeah. That's expensive. Expensive, yeah, and like the rolls are always good. It's like yeah, everything's roll. good, no complaints yeah. at all. But I agree with you, Virtuos for the for the amount of money that you pay for. It's two meals. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so Philly, I feel I feel like people are gonna have a lot. So now, not all of these are, are are right over on the way. So I guess it depends where you're coming from. But a couple that I wanted to mention, just places that I've either gone to before or tried to bring the food over. So the one I mentioned was South Philly Tap Room. I don't know if you've been there before. They have an amazing happy hour, really cheap tacos, good beer list, uh, good happy hour pricing on a lot of stuff. So they're uh, they're pretty close to the stadium. It's only about, I think, 10 minutes from there to the stadiums because um, they are in South Philly, obviously South Philly Tap Room. Steve, you would put Talk of the Town, but, I mean, I don't think it's Talk of the Town nah, anymore. It's, it's something Wait, else. really? Now. Yeah. I, I, didn't I didn't hear about, about that. The one next to the gas it. station, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I never liked their cheesesteaks, but they used to have amazing pizza turnovers. Dude, their really? chicken cutlet sandwich Real? was amazing. Yeah. And, and they're they're famous because that's where Donovan McNabb liked to go for chicken cheesesteaks. Fucking steaks. choke artist. Yeah, and like chicken <laughs> cheesesteaks to me, like they're fine. They're okay. But they had this one sandwich, uh, the cheddar. It was just like these huge ass deep fried breaded chicken cutlets with bacon and cheese whiz. Dude, it was so Dude, good. Dude, it slapped. Yeah, really, that really, was... Really good cutlets, man. <sighs> yeah. Um, so the replacement for that to me, now that I won't go there anymore, has been Oregon Steaks, who also makes a banging cutlet and has a pretty decent cheesesteak. It's not up there with any of the best ones, but for the proximity, it's pretty good, and I think I probably like it more than Tony Luke's. Now, you put Tony Luke's on here, and I kind of wanted to give you some shit for it because I feel it gets tourist trapped. But really, I, I I know I know we're gonna kind of talk about cheesesteaks later, so I know you kind of have a a point to prove on that. I don't know if you ever so Isabella Pizza. I've never been. It's on Passiunk, so it's kind of out of the way a little bit, but it's not that far. But they make a uh, breakfast stromboli. You can get scrapple in it. You got my attention. It's like <laughs> yeah. one of the best strombolis I've ever had. I'm a huge scrapple oh, guy. Breakfast meat, Philly yeah. breakfast meats. Yeah. So oh, so you go there for the scrapple bully or. On I think it's Second Street in uh, in No Libs, uh, Rustica Pizza Place. It's b- kind of by like uh, Cantina dos Segundos and uh, Standard Tap, like that area. Okay, they have a scrapple pizza, and every single slice has its own bullseye egg on it. That sounds amazing, dude. Yeah. It's I'm gonna so, have to check that out. It's so good. When you said Second Street, um, I didn't even think, but uh, Federal Donuts. 
I've never brought donuts to a tailgate, but if someone showed up with some donuts oh, for oh, federal yeah, donuts, donut. I would not turn donuts one down. Donuts is a great low-key answer for that one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't about, even think I never yeah. think about the sweets because usually that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to eat all the meat in the parking lot so I don't have to spend the money in the game, but then I go into the game to get the sweets. Yeah. Yeah, dude, in federal donuts, like, I've had it twice now. Their chicken sandwich is oh. one of the oh, best chicken sandwiches. Like <laughs> really, everyone really talks good. about like Popeye's, which I love that chicken sandwich, but I'm like, all right, if you want to go somewhere that's like not a chain or like go to federal donuts. Yeah, so, like, it's better, but obviously yeah. like it's, it's tough to get to, especially for us over in Jersey. Yeah. Last one I had was John's roast pork, which we've all talked about. Oh, we all love John. Um, either you guys have anything else? I'm just saying when you mentioned past young, I love Santucci's pizza too, but I don't know what time they open for like early games. Like, for a night game, that would work. Yeah. But uh, Santucci's has a good pizza that I enjoy. I'm just very happy you said you love uh, Scrapple. Not that I didn't doubt you. The, the thing that pisses me off about Scrapple is, like, there's always that person, like, ew, do you know what's in there? I'm like, yeah, and it's fucking delicious. And the people who say it's gross and disgusting never tried it. So you're going to tell me something that, you know, is that gross? They're probably the same people that, that drink Coca-Cola but don't realize they can clean rust off of stuff. Yeah, like... <laughs> It just drives me, and which I don't care. I'll drink that too. And like me too. Yeah, and there's one thing like I've learned Snort from. It too. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and it's just funny because too, like one thing I've kind of researched and concluded was that like the way they make scrapple isn't really any different. The way they make ground beef, it's a, it's just scrapple has like a little bit of gelatin. I'm sorry, did you use the word research? Yes. Okay. Can yeah. you please explain how you research such a thing? Wikipedia, YouTube, okay. Google. Yeah. Like, All right. You know. I, I didn't it's know if you. I know you're sitting yeah. in your fucking kitchen mixing chemicals and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, I fucking love scrapple. I feel like the the stuff they put in scrapple can't be anything worse than what they put in a hot dog. Exactly. That. Oh yeah. It's the same. It's yeah, the same that's a good shit. point. Yeah. It's boots and worms and, and scraps and intestines, and it's delicious. Yeah. Fry it up, baby. One of the only things my mom can make is scrapple. She makes the best scrapple I've ever had. No one comes close. Mm. I, I don't know. My mom can only make, like, three things really good. The three things she makes good, no one's ever topped her, but everything else she makes tastes like dog shit. Can, can you tell me the three things? <laughs> it's uh, buffalo chicken dip, mac and cheese, and scrapple. Nice. Very Yo, Those are three things that... Uh, like, I didn't think I liked make. steak until I was 16. Because my mom makes it well done. Same and it, here. And it would hurt my teeth. Mm, like, I couldn't yeah. even eat it. I didn't know that you could get steak that wasn't well done. Exa- exactly. Until I, until I was, like, I, in high school. I, she used yeah. to be like, you, you know, you have to eat it or you go to bed. And I'd fall asleep at the table because I'm like, I'm not eating yeah. it. So like, this is the end of my night now. <laughs> I'm not eating a hockey So you're lucky, either. like, your mom gave you recipes. Your mom at least made three things good. My mom, like, would burn fucking encore meals, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, we ate so oh. many encore meals, bro. Yeah, yeah. But you guys always had the powdered iced tea mix. I always respected yeah. that. <laughs> that shit was like crack. I used to drink oh, all yeah. of it at your house, dude. Your mom was probably blaming it on, on all your siblings, but it was me, dude. I drank <laughs> all of it. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't allowed to drink soda because, you know, iced tea was healthier. To, you know, we're four <laughs> yeah. scoops of iced tea mix, like... Gives, gives you kidney stones. Like, yeah. oh, man. I love that Country Time Pink Lemonade back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you guys had, the Country yeah, Time we had Ice that. T-Mex, though. Yeah, and the Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. That if was you want to get fancy, you did a little Arnold Palmer back in the Ooh. day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this kind of leads us into the actual stadiums itself. So we're, we're strictly talking Philly here. So we've got Citizens Bank Park, the Wells Fargo Center. See Subaru Stadium in here for the Union. I guess, I guess we'll allow it. Chester, Philadelphia. Uh, I hope Borton hears this. And then Lincoln Financial Field. So Citizens Bank Park, I, I think we all probably would agree, is the best one for food. Yeah. No, wait, but I have to ask, like, have you made it into the stadiums enough times to eat there? Like, <laughs> So to be honest, I've made it into more Phillies games. I don't think I've been into an Eagles game 
Five years, so I couldn't even tell you what's in there. I could tell you what's <laughs> in the nothing. Phillies one. Yeah. There's nothing. No, uh, Philly Stadium. I can get my grub oh, on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, but I've been to the Philly uh, Flyers game too. Uh, the Cadillac Grill is delicious. It's, it's a good like, yeah. steakhouse. So you've been there since they renovated. Not into the Cadillac Grill, but into the stadium yeah. with all the okay, crazy yeah. lights since they've had gritty. Okay. So yeah, so I mean, Citizen Bank Park. Beer selection's incredible. Ton of food op- options. Shake Shack. You got Campos with the heater. You used to have the Schmetter. Had, did you ever have the Schmetter when they had it? The big sandwich? The one with the, like... It's like cheesesteak on, like, a Kaiser roll. And, yeah, like, dad, like, with um, like, tomato and fried onions and... Nah, I think pepperoni. Was it salami or, or salami, something? yeah. Sounds like I'd try it. It is really good, man, but they don't have it anymore. It's very upsetting. Federal Donuts is in there. Got Tony Lou, Shiggy's and Pete's, the whole nine. So they're they're far and away the best, and they have the best beer selection. It's it's really not that close. Wells Fargo Center since the renovations has really stepped up their game. They also have Shake Shack. Uh, they also have Campos. They have Lorenzo's in there, which is not anywhere close to the South Street location, but it holds up. It's yeah. good, and for the price and the size still, because they are the same size. Yeah. For like the inflation on stadium pricing, it's still probably the best deal in there because you only need a slice. Like I can eat two, but yeah, you 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 can get by with one if you're trying to watch it. Steve, I love that you put this on here because I honestly forgot about this man. But the section next to my Sixers season tickets used to sell. Tasty cake, peanut butter, candy cakes yeah. for like three dollars a pack, which at a, a stadium is like unfucking believable. Yeah, and I think they were like the three pack. Yeah, and I like I remember that season, like dude, like I think we were getting a pack every game for like three dollars. Can't afford yeah. not to. And eventually, one they I think they had them, but I think they upped them like six. I think they realized yeah. that they fucked up by how cheap they were. And then pretty soon after they raised the price, they were just gone. And now they don't have them anymore. And I don't know what changed, but they're gone. And the only other comment I had here was that their beer selection, since they renovated the downstairs level, has increased a ton because of that self-serve beer area where they have a lot more options. So I've been really happy about that. The lower level was the last one to get renovated. So that took the longest to happen. They did the upper level, then the lower. So took a while, but really impressed with that. Am I missing anything, Wells Fargo Center? I don't don't think so. No, you covered it all, man. I don't think... I I haven't been in the Cadillac Grill since Easter of 2001 or two. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure if I've been there, to be honest. That's the only time. So I don't even remember... What the hell it was? So I'll take your word for we it. We had a buddy that would sneak us in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That that there you go. That story makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Lincoln Financial Field is absolute trash. There's nothing in there. Everything's no. overpriced. There's no beer options. There's nothing to eat. That that stadium, like, like man, the vibe for an Eagles game in that crowd is amazing. But other than that, dude, that stadium sucks. That stadium yeah. sucks really fucking. Yeah, we hard. even um with my wife's work, we got uh free club box seats and like you've even, been there with me too. Yeah, and like the even the food, whatever. Yeah, and like the food selection there isn't like really you know. No, like the Diamond Club at, at uh Phillies games is eight hundred times better than a club box at Lincoln Financial Field. Which dude, Diamond Club at the Phillies game isn't like that big a deal. You'd think the club box at Lincoln Financial Field is because those are a couple hundred dollars a seat, man. Yeah, and no, it doesn't hold up. And then I've been to the unions. 
stadium enough, you know, having a partial nine game plan for like three years and going to a bunch of games with you guys. I've never liked anything in there. The beer selection is okay. None of the food I've had is that good, but I know you had a couple of things that I think you said you like. So yeah, like they, they have this thing. It's like, like literally like it looks like an ice cream cone, but it's like a pizza cone. And like the cone is like, um, it's a new thing. I think they brought out last season and like, it was fine. It was like, it was good, but you know, that's like your, uh, best thing there. It kind of, uh, Sucks, and then if there's one thing I don't think we've mentioned that all the stadiums have is they have chicken Pete's crab fries. They're definitely overpriced. Like I think they're almost three times the amount at the stadium than like if you went to chicken and Pete's. But for some, and I don't know if this is just me and my experience, but every time I go to Citizens Bank Park and get crab fries, like they're fine. They're like they're really good. Like they're comparable to, but like Eagles games, you know, Sixers games, going to Union games, like the crab fries there just always suck for some reason. Like there's just something about like you know CBP that just they they get like everything right food wise. I I can't. That's one thing I can't spend my money on. Like I, I've, I don't think I've ever bought myself crab fries. They're just so I've expensive. Eat, I've eaten for them from potatoes. other people, and my wife buys yeah. them. Friends will buy them, but not at the games. I'll buy them at the at the. Dude, it's like six dollars at actual Chickies for a way bigger portion and two cheese cups. And then the bet at the Citizens Bank, I think it's like twenty five. It, no, it's like it's like ten or twelve, but then a cheese cup's like two bucks. Ah, uh, that's yeah. that's where it's criminal. Get the hell out of here with that. I remember um, they have a Chickies at. Well, they have like two chickies at uh, is it Dorney, yeah, Dorney Park because we take the marching band there after band camp, dude. And I, I'm sure it isn't like this at like the restaurant, but like obviously those like kind of like chain locations as an amusement park, it's all processed, dude. I saw them just pouring a big plastic bag of cheese Ugh. into like a nacho cheese dispenser, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I'm about to eat so much of that. <laughs> Yeah, didn't fucking stop anything, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. it's not an image it I needed to see. So, Steve, you have you have a, a list of things here basically talking about, like, all the things, uh, you know, Philly regarding, like, their food, like, what, what they're known for and what they're best for. Do you, you kind of want to take this one? Yeah, so I know for those of you who know Wes, Wes, you're definitely a world traveler compared to the average person. And, uh, you know, you've, you've definitely been around, you, you know, your food, both, you know, in the area and outside. So I don't know if you've ever tailgated anywhere outside of Philly, but I'm sure you can still at least speak to difference in food, you know, between different cities and Philly. Like, what do you think that's about, you know, the food here or the tailgate scene that just like makes like Philly the best or just, uh, well, one is the spot because all the stadiums are in South Philly. So you have these giant parking lots where you can do anything, basically. <laughs> like the police let you get away with a lot of things. But just uh, comparing, just say, Citizens Bank to uh, the Chicago Cubs um, stadium. I don't know the exact Wrigley Field. Yeah. I should know that. But I don't because I don't like sports. That's fine. <laughs> I, I just love like Chi- tailgating. I, I only know because I love Chicago. Uh, so have you been to that stadium? I've been outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been to Wrigleyville, but I've been inside Wrigley Field. It's like they put a stadium in the middle of a city. Yeah. Like, there are no parking spots. So like you yep. are, you're not tailgating. You're at a bar beforehand. So well, you yeah. Don't it's have basically as if, if they put Citizens Bank Park at the end of South Street. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. So like you have to park. There is no tailgate. There's no cars, no grilling. You're just having whatever you're doing at the bar beforehand, and then when the game starts, I mean, they have like they leave. have bleachers on top of other like rooftops around Wrigley the area. rooftops. Yeah. yeah, if you ever go, uh, like the tickets include all you can eat food and beer. What? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, 
It's okay. like, oh, you can eat uh, Chicago-style pizza, hot dogs, roast uh, roast pork, uh, beef sandwiches is what they're known for. And then their their beer is Goose Island, right? That's the big one out in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot Goose Island and, like, there's wine, soda. But, like, it's a whole list. And it's all you can eat. Everyone wanted to go into the stadium because, like, we went for a bachelor's party. I was like, I want to do those Wrigley rooftops, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all seriously. you can eat and drink. Oh, yeah. And then I got uh, the obstructed view with one hot dog that cost me 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That sucks. Oof. Yeah, the, the stadium set up here is definitely like no other. I, I wrote a list of, like, all the other arenas that I've been to for some reason or another. And let's see, the only ones that I wrote that I thought were even, like, mildly okay i thought city field was okay when we went mainly because they had shake shack and at the time we didn't so that was the first time i had shake shack yeah me too so i remember yeah. that being a pretty nice experience but other than that i mean fuck the mats uh <laughs> yeah camden yards is like nostalgic it's a really nice park i haven't been there in a long time so i don't know what they have accommodation wise anymore but i do remember that being like a very nice park and i know pretty much everybody speaks highly of it so i'm sure it still holds up Nationals Park was really nice, actually, for what I remember, because I blacked out in the, and missed uh, eight innings of the game. But uh, I know they had a five guys. I know they have like the bullpen bar outside that like fenced in area. Um, it's almost it's not it's not like Xfinity at all, but it's a part of the stadium. I, I think you can just walk in, but they have bars in there and they have like games and stuff, so you can just hang out in there before you go through the main entrance. Uh, so that was nice. The Superdome in New Orleans was amazing. Um, I was very impressed with that when I went for WrestleMania. The Smoothie King Center, which is there, is where the Pelicans play next door. I don't really remember. I was there for like the Hall. Of, <laughs> I was there for the Hall of Fame, so we just kind of walked in, sat in our seats, and left because we had done all our eating and drinking before we went. Uh, the Georgia Dome, which I don't even think they use anymore, was like whatever. It was big, but there wasn't much there, and they just built a brand new stadium that has you know like Chick Fil A and all that shit. So I'm sure that's because the Georgia Dome didn't have that kind of shit. Oh, I got one that I forgot. So the Miami, the baseball team in Miami. The Marlins. There you go. The Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> the Fishes. The Miami Fishes. Uh, their state, their baseball stadium is insane. So they have, there's a big club in South Beach called the Clevelander. And they also have a location in the Miami Marlins Stadium. And there's a pool. There's an in-ground pool where I was just swimming in, drinking a frozen drink, not really watching the game, but watching the game. Um, I was more just drinking and watching other people watching. But a stadium with an in-ground pool, like, he sold me. I think the Diamondbacks have that. And I think the Jag the Jags, Jags have that now. I like think they the have past that year too. Or two, they like so apparently that's becoming a thing. That's but, crazy. To but me. yeah, that's becoming. Does that, th- does that like part of a ticket or? Yeah, so it's the like the Clevelander ticket. So it's like within the oh, bar okay. area, and okay. they have like they have like a little alcove. Like not Mc. Remember how McFadden's used to have an outside area in Citizens Bank? Yeah, they kind of have that. So like you can play bago and like okay. be on the nice. outside of the stadium too. Interesting. That's awesome because I've uh, Miami's one city I've never been to, but I know that's like a a really good uh, food town too. So oh yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely uh, on my list of things. It's it's expensive. It's, yeah, it that's what really I hear. Expensive. Yeah, but like it's funny because I don't feel like most of the most of, I feel like anywhere in Philadelphia. I mean, Citizens Bank Park gets a decent amount of love, I guess, but I feel like none of our arenas get that much credit nationally, but dude, like, I've been to... That's because so everyone hates Philly. <laughs> well, yeah, fair, but like, yeah. I've, been, I've been to so many, like, renowned places that suck ass, dude. Like, Madison Square Garden sucks ass. I don't care how historic it is. The place fucking sucks. <laughs> the Giants, dude, the new MetLife Stadium is fucking awful, and the old Meadowlands was awful. They're both terrible, and... 
The Verizon Center in D.C., fucking garbage. AT&T Stadium, where the Cowboys play, was literally one of the worst places I've ever been. And that has nothing to do with the Cowboys. There's nothing in there, and there's only two entrances slash exits for the entire fucking place. How's that not a fire hazard? There's like 80,000 people in there, and they're all stupid fucking assholes. Dude, that's, that's disappointing with some of the great food we had in Texas. Dude, like I, I know. I love the city of Dallas. I hate the football team, and I hated the stadium. Where, where were we in Milwaukee? Was that the Bradley Center? Because they didn't open the new one until the next season, which is some weird fucking name. So I think, I it think was, yeah, I think it was, so I think the, it was the Bradley Center. That place sucked. And yeah. then the most overrated place i have ever been in my life i could not believe how upset i was to go here and be disappointed fenway park ah fenway park that's boston right yeah it was awful i just know that from the town when they try to rob it yeah (laughs) the fans were awful the food was awful the area around it outside was great like, the bars and stuff were all really cool. That I enjoyed. Once I went into that place, it sucked, man. I was so disappointed. You know Here's a hot take. Boston, most overrated food city in the country. It's the most overrated city in the country in all regards. It's I'm awful. trying to think what Boston, what, lobster rolls? Like, I'm I just, guess. Yeah, and uh, clam chowder, lobster rolls. Um, I do know. like a good lobster roll. I will say that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we. I forget what it was called, but me and Nancy went to a place that, like, it was a two-hour wait for the lobster roll. It was like there's the uh, the place we got all the recommendations for. We literally we went there. We sat for 45 minutes. We we're like, we may not get called. We took an Uber to like another part of town, and then they called and they're like, oh yeah, your table ready in like 10 minutes. We're like, okay, called an Uber, went all the way back <laughs> and ate that fucking. Was thing. it worth it? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah it was really, okay. Really, that's, that's all good. that matters. Really, yeah. really good. Although I will say, Sam Adams is probably like a, one of the best beer uh, brewery tours. Absolutely to go on. Yeah, not in Sam Boston a- though. Yeah. That wasn't I don't. That's not technically Boston. Oh, that's right. Yeah, not in Boston. Like even if you're not a big beer uh, person, like the Sam Adams uh, brewery tours are definitely awesome. But like, I mean, you know, you think of other cities and things that they're kind of known for. And Steve, you compiled this list, and I think it's great. Like barbecue and seafood are, are are two things that we definitely have have had in other places that for sure I think is not what Philly is known for. Even though you can get decent for both in here, but dude, you run down this list. Like, pretty much all sandwiches are better here than anywhere. Almost all of them, mainly because of the rolls. Bread. Yep. Pizza, tomato pies, cheesesteaks, roast pork, soft pretzels, pork roll, scrapple, water ice, tasty cakes, funnel cake, Hirsch chips. Like, all those things are are, are top tier. I remember I went to Disney in seventh grade with, with my mom and my stepdad at the time. And instead of leaving them a cash tip, they left them two boxes of Tasty Cakes. And they had <laughs> oh to explain God. to me that, like, that was a good tip because they can't get them there. Yeah. And people, like, like them down there, especially because I, I definitely didn't understand the idea of, like, snowbirds and stuff. So, like, yeah. a lot of people down there, under, like, a lot of people there are familiar with what there is up here but don't have access to it. Now with Wawa down there, it's kind of changing the game a yeah. little bit. But. To me, I was like, are, like, what kind of asshole is going to leave people a, like a cupcake <laughs> instead of cash? And they were like, no, believe me, like, this is better. And what kind of bartering like, system? And we, left them, and we left them, like, two boxes. So, I mean, you know, that's a good, like, ten bucks. So, um, that was weird to me. But, like, now looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's Philly as shit. Like, that's fucking dope. Like, I wouldn't expect my mom to be, like, that cool. But yeah, let me get sh- uh, five shout packs out, of pork shout roll out for my tip. <laughs> no, no, no I, I do got to ask. Uh, it just uh, came to me now. Was it in the past year or two? Like you went to like Thailand and a bunch of other places, right? Yeah. So I was, I guess, a year or two ago. Uh, I did a like a world tour. Started 
left Philadelphia, went to Iceland, Iceland to London, London to Paris, Paris to Vietnam, Vietnam to Thailand, Thailand to Indonesia, Bali. Damn. And we, like, we kind of jumped around in a couple of those countries. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because didn't you go to, like, a like a Muay Thai boxing match? Yeah. Or, yeah, because like, I'm just trying to think of, like, sports-related. Like, that was probably the only thing you did, right? Dude, like, B- Bangkok, we watched yeah. these kids <laughs> knock the shit out of each other. Um, and we got VIP. So, in Thailand, everything is so damn cheap. So, we got VIP, second row seats for $18. What the fuck? Oh, my God. And then you had your own personal, like, concierge, which is going to sound messed up, but it's like this, like, a little kid that has a menu, and you just tell him what you want, and you, he just takes your money, he runs away, and you're like, shit, he just took my money. But then he comes back with, like, gifts of beer and food, <laughs> like, for, like, a dollar. Like a little I, child boomerang. Oh, yeah. Like, for a dollar, I would get, like, a hot dog, a giant beer, and a popcorn. I was like, for a dollar. And then, and then you would have then you're watching these kids they were kids I think the oldest fight that we saw maybe they were in their late I mean yeah their late teens early 20s but we saw maybe three knockouts and the kids had to be maybe 15 or 16 oh, and then they're taking like solid like like kicks to the face and they just go down like a tree trunk I'm like oh my god and like we were a little upset that we didn't get the front row seats but the people who did get front row seats got like Spit, sweat, and blood <laughs> splashed on them. It was like the splash zone at sea. Teeth flying at them. Oh, man, it was wild. That's the only sport that we saw. I guess we saw, like, some weird, like, snake things. Like, a, I think they were racing snakes somewhere in, like, a dark alley one night. But that was a real You didn't boring. go to a cockfight, did you? Yeah. So, not, not all of us over there. When I was in Puerto Rico, they're very big on that. And I went to the stadium. There's, It's a stadium. Um, I'm not condoning this, but I eat the chicken. I don't know. I'm probably going to get a hate mail for, for saying this. <laughs> but, yes, I was there, and I did bet money, and you can bet on, the, like, the red chicken, the red Listen, man, It's going to happen whether you bet on it or not. Yeah, and I'll end up in, yeah. it's not to the death like people think. It's to the first, like, first blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it's definitely not. It's definitely not to the death because they, dude, they're like they're like heroes there. Like oh, some yeah. of them are like cult cult heroes, and some of them are like like you know, to not maybe not to this degree, but like they're almost like worshipped. And then the crazy thing too is, uh, so you don't bet against the house when you're there. You bet against the other people in the stadium. So it's, it's like pot versus pot. Oh yeah, yeah. So like okay. if you're saying re- like you could say like five hundred dollars on blue, and I'd be like. I'll take that shit. And then there's a guy that takes my money and your money, holds it till after the match, and then whoever wins gets the money. Oh. I've always wondered that because, like, like I'm thinking of a Eastbound and Down. I'm just thinking, like, wait a minute. Like, the guy that's grabbing money, like, what, how's he fucking remember all these motherfuckers just giving out money? Like, how and, do you, and like, where's one he guy, making the money? Oh, he's, yeah, like, he's, he's got to take he's a cut. He's taking a cut, right? But, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Like, and the, the weirdest thing about You have about to go that, there just knowing you may just lose that money anyway. Oh, yeah. It's just like yeah. the stock market. You don't play with anything you're not willing to lose. <laughs> yeah. But the weirdest thing about that place, because it is a stadium. It's stadium seating. It holds a lot of people. Uh, they sell chicken wings there. So, I'm just, so the go- ongoing joke was like, are these the losers? Or oh, what? <laughs> but I do. I did eat, have chicken wings there, and they were delicious. Hey, man. <laughs> but that was in Puerto Rico. It's acceptable there. It's yeah. like eating a burger while you're cow tipping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So I, I wanted to ask everybody about uh, any kind of bucket list food items they may have. But first, we got to take a quick break to get a word from our sponsor, the Andrew Boss Team at Berkshire Hathaway. Who's the next person you know who will be buying or selling a home? 
Have them contact the Andrew Boss team at Berkshire Hathaway for the most trusted process when it comes to real estate in New Jersey. Call today, 856-904-5636. That's 856-904-5636. And mention Process Potables for exclusive savings. All right, so to bucket list food items anybody has. So I didn't I didn't do a good job of doing my research. I just kind of wrote things all, off the top of my head, but we can kind of, why don't we have Wes start? Is there anything like, I mean, you've been so many places. I don't even know if you can have a bucket list anymore. Oh, I got a bucket I'm list. Sure, I'm sure you still know some shit we probably haven't even heard of. So like, what are like, you know, give us like three to five things, uh, preferably from like other places that you know about that you haven't had that you want to try. So there's this place in Chicago called the Crab Cellar. And for a rate of, let's just say... Steve, write this down. <laughs> I think it's 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 a little bit steep. I think it's like $120 a head. Never mind, don't write it down. <laughs> but it's all you can eat, uh, Alaskan king crab legs. They give you a little, a little candle light that keeps your butter warm so you can dip it in. Oh, wow. All you can eat, prime rib cheeseburgers. Okay. Okay, and then I'm back in. All you can eat, like sides, like macaroni and cheese. I think they have like some sort of potato dish. And here's the kicker: it's all you can drink beer. Okay, I'm in. And, 120 and they, bucks, and they I'm give in. you a frosted okay. goblet of deliciousness. Holy shit! And it's been on my list. Like I wanted to go to. I was actually supposed to be in Chicago today. Really? Oh, I was supposed sucks. to be in Chicago today. We're yesterday, going next over the September. Weekend. Well, I might have to tag along if cool, I man. haven't been to. The, Let's go. So, because Chicago is an amazing city. You know, I yeah. love it so much. I've been there twice already. This would be my third time. Like like you said, uh, Goose Island, really amazing brewery experience, even when I've already been before. And the Lagunitas Brew House there is probably the best brewery experience I've ever had in my life. The food there is amazing. The brewery is amazing. The tour was awesome. And it's so nice because they they explain this to you, that Lagunitas is actually like owned by Heineken. I didn't know that. But it's a 51-49 split. So Heineken is basically... Heineken is the 49%. They are basically just a financial backer to Lagunitas. So Lagunitas has all their control, all their branding, everything. That's crazy. They just have this influx of cash from Heineken so that they can, you know, scale up. And they're not fucking around. Like, the beers are great. The brew pub there is amazing. One of the best, maybe the best Cuban sandwich I ever had. Uh, like real, a good Cubana. Yeah, yeah, really, really impressed. I, I love that place so much. And... Both times I've been there, it's like you could tell that like even the first time I went, it was awesome, but they were working on it. The second time I went, it had changed for the better, and I'm hoping when we go back that even more upgrades have happened. So very, very impressed with that. I, I love the city of Chicago so much. Um, so what else you got yeah, on What there? else? Uh, I would love to get uh, Hawaiian poke from Hawaii. I have oh, not made it to Hawaii. I'm like, sure that would be on Nancy's something list. Something like just, just caught like literally maybe a couple hours ago. And here's a plug. I have a recipe on Feeding Time TV for the poke as well. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, something that fresh, like right off the boat and just in Hawaii, that would be amazing. And I'll just I'll bring it back locally. Uh, Barclay Prime has a cheesesteak on their menu, mm. which is, I think it's like $100, $150. It's like Wagyu, A5 oh, I know. steak, mm-hmm. foie gras, a truffle cheese whiz. And it comes with like a half bottle of Verve Cluquet. I think I'm saying that wrong. I'm not French. I'm not even. Gonna try but it. it's 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 champagne, fancy champagne. 
Steve, what about you? I'm sure you've got so, a hefty list. Yeah, because as we are already established, most food stadium, you know, most stadiums outside of Philly, their food sucks. So mine are just don't really have anything with this uh, stadium or sports. But my number one is I've been wanting to go to Austin, Texas. There's a place called Franklin Barbecue. Oh, the brisket. Yeah. If you ever see the movie Chef or the Chef Show on Netflix, um, that's where they go. That guy, Aaron F- Franklin, he makes like the best brisket in the oh, isn't world. Isn't he the guy who does the master class? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ads always, always come up <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> they so. come up on mine, and I don't know why. That's funny. <laughs> I need to go back to L.A. because when I went to L.A. for work a couple of years ago, In-N-Out Burger was and like one other hot dog place was like the best food I had there. I, we went to like a taco truck that just like really sucked. But since then, like I've, uh, you know, Reading and watching more food shows, like I want to go to uh, Kogi, like Roy Choi's, yeah, that's like the Korean tacos and stuff like that. That's on my, um, you know, list. And then I just, um, nothing in particular, like I just want to go to Kansas City for barbecue. And then I've always wanted to take like a road trip to like, uh, like Brooklyn and New Haven because apparently that's like the best pizza to get in those places so yeah like a new york slice is the one thing like i've had pizza from a couple places in new york and i've never found a place that i thought was even remotely close to most of the pizza i've had around here so i'm still hoping somebody could take me to new york and show me a slice of pizza that's like okay like now i get it because everything's about new york pizza and, and i don't fucking get it so far for the several attempts that i made on it uh, I don't watch that many food shows, so you all know like the the restaurant and the exact dish and chef's name, where yeah. he lives. Yeah, he's married, I, I yeah. don't have that <laughs> shit. But Steve, I I didn't update my notes, even though you told me to. But that steakhouse on Long Island. Can oh, you, Peter Luger. Yeah, can you talk about that for me? Because I want to go there. Too. Yeah, so they're they're a famous. I think like Bobby Flay and a bunch of other guys have been there, and basically they just make like the best steaks. Like they're big with their uh, porter houses. I'm pretty sure they're like all wagyu too, and uh, and also. They're known for their burgers as well because it's just it's not like just regular chuck ground beef. Like they're they're like grinding like from like porterhouse and sirloins to like make their burgers like and like the they and don't you can just get like a side of bacon. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the Taj. best fucking bacon in the world. Yeah. So yeah, my, our, I can get down with that. Yeah. yeah, our boy Taj. He says there's I think the original location was in Brooklyn, but he also said that um there's a location and in Long Island on Long Island or yeah on Long Island and he says uh, you know it's just as good it's easier to get reservations there uh, because the people in Brooklyn have a bit of an attitude and it's also one of those and and I don't know why but it's also one of those places it's cash only so you know it's good yeah like some of the best pl- uh, food Absolutely. places like cash only you're like you know what but also on my list, which I'm surprised neither of you mentioned since you brought up donuts or I tell you it earlier is Voodoo Donuts in Portland. Mm. I really, really want to go there. Uh, and then we were talking about lobster rolls because I had it in Boston. It was very good. But I feel like like th- that shouldn't be a Boston. It should be a Maine thing. Yeah. So I want to go yeah. to Maine and get one to find out if that's really the thing because the Boston one was great. I feel like it's got to be a little bit better in Maine. I, I will say when we, we went to Burlington, Vermont, uh, before we – yeah, before we went to Montreal, I forget, but like their lobster roll there was way better than whatever we had in Boston. Interesting. So, yeah. All right, so we we have we have a couple random uh, like quick hits here. The first thing, Wes, we got to ask you. Here we go. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh boy, your senior year, our junior year, going to Wing Bowl, the tailgate behind the like warehouse building. 
Did I throw up in someone's hat? <laughs> I don't know. But the story that I remember is is me, Steve, George Thornton, Ryan Ruiz. I don't know if anybody else was with us. Oh, my senior year? But, but dude, so, like, I think, like, a car backed out oh. of a parking spot, and I think they hit somebody, and I don't know if it's somebody you knew. Yeah. But I I'm pretty sure that you jumped on the hood of the car and started smashing it, and then as they tried to floor it out of a crowded parking lot, I think you chucked a bottle of Jack at their yeah. car. My lawyer is going to say that I did not do any of these things. <laughs> He's not denying you. Yeah. Kurt's giving me like, let's not talk about that. Okay. You want me to cut this? Uh, no, 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 no. This is yeah. fine. No, like, but but no, the, the one detail that like I'll never forget was like the car was like coming at you and you're, you're like, motherfucker. And then like the car, like what really happened is stopped short, but like you like just like punch the hood like, like and i'm like that and i'm like dude. i'm like yeah i'm like wes like fucking just like punch that hood and stop the fucking car like that's like the like the, the urban, avengers bro. yeah that's like the like the you know the urban <laughs> legend i tell people because like for those of you guys who don't know wes he's kind of like south jersey's um six like kevin bacon like six degrees of separation like i feel like everyone knows was i had no idea where you were going so, and i was really like, scared you said kevin bacon i was like okay yeah <laughs> well like you probably like six degrees of, like someone knows yeah but i had no idea it had anything to do with kevin bacon it's just six oh, yeah. degrees of separation yeah apparently like it started with kevin bacon i don't know but uh, i don't know if that's a thing bro yeah, yeah. Th that car yeah he, uh, he hit one of my best friends still one of my best friends of this day and like we were all drinking and i just Felt like I needed to do something, and thing. I'm not gonna say what I did or did not do. No, but that's you fine. Guys yeah. Clearly, remember something. Something, yeah. We did, definitely didn't have the full picture, but yeah, that was a wild ass day. Yes, it yeah. was. I mean, wing bowl. Like. Uh, well, wing bowl. We should. None of us should have been there. No, I'm, no. That was. And were I we think, even 18 or 19? No, no I, I was 16. And, yeah. and um, that was a year. Maybe I should phrase it this way we may have known someone who may have a position in a government office who was in the wing bowl <laughs> i don't know anything about yeah, that so either. someone no. you know so no comment you know no comment. uh steve funny funny tailgate story for you there's a time grill master steve there's a time that you didn't know how to light a grill oh yeah you got mad and kicked the grill over and left yes <laughs> Do, do, now, do you remember that? No. Okay, fair enough. I was definitely really drunk. Yeah, because... This uh, is a Union game, right? Yeah, it was before Union game. Yeah, so I was definitely drunk. I, I brought, like... I can't watch soccer. I, yeah. Sober. <laughs> I brought my wife, my dad, and my sister, cause, and we went for, like, my dad's birthday, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, I know people, you know, ask me stuff about, like, grill and all. But, dude, like, I didn't know how to cook for the longest time. Like, I grew up with a mom who couldn't cook. I didn't learn to uh, learn how to use a grill until I moved to my own house and bought a grill because my dad just, like, wouldn't let anyone touch his grill. So, like, I didn't know shit. And I just – I bought, like, a small charcoal grill. And I bought, like, you know, the, the charcoal that's supposed to, like, light up right away. And it just, like, wasn't working. And I felt bad because I brought all this food. Like, it's for my dad's birthday, and I tried lighting, and I just, like, got so pissed off that, like, I, I think the charcoals were still, they were starting to light. I just, like, fucking, like, kicked it. Like, 10, I'm like, like, fuck this. I'm like, we're going inside and pay for overpriced food. And, like, and like I think, like, you just got there five minutes before, and you're like, okay, bye. You're like, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Was, I'm out of here. So this yeah. isn't the same time as Corey pouring an entire bottle of lighter fluid on a grill, is it? Uh, no. And the burgers tasted like lighter fluid. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. 
Yeah. I thought the bottle no was going to catch fire. I was pouring the streams along. I thought it was going to fly back up <laughs> and fucking ignite the bottle. Yeah, I don't know if you had any other experiences that you remember that were, like, funny or involving food fails. <laughs> that or... you're allowed to talk yeah. about. Uh, oh, I almost li- uh, so Careful. Mm. Yeah, no, I can say this. So uh, okay. I used to be in sa- <laughs> I used to be in sales. Um, I'm no longer in sales. And I remember I was... Is this why? No, no. This is- <laughs> so I was working at home, and I was, I was trying to cook my own barbecue sauce, but I got a sales call that came in. I was like, oh, this is a big order. So I'm, I'm talking, I'm selling, and I totally forget that I'm reducing... A barbecue sauce and like I'm on the phone I'm in the zone like come on man I can give you a deal like I'll put you on this contract we'll get you a good price and then all of a sudden like uh, like my phone sales code like, for something <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so it's all foggy and I'm just I look over and I'm like oh fuck my barbecue sauce and then it's just all this dark smoke and I was just like I'm burning my apartment down. Uh, <laughs> You're doing this in an apartment? Yeah. This, uh, uh, so I do all, well, not all the cooking, but like all my experimental stuff's in my apartment. Um, but that's something too. Like I'm only showing you the good meals that come out good. <laughs> I'm not showing you all the shit I burnt or I drop. Like there's been times I'm trying to get an angle, like with the light, and then like I don't realize it's like it's sliding off the plate. And well, I'm well, like, like Kurt ah. said, there's, there's, there, will be, there will be a time for a blooper reel. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> All the stuff you had to feed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Making pizza dough and they threw it too high and it's in on the, the ceiling. ceiling fan. Oh, yeah. man. And like, what the fuck? In like fuck? 10 years, and like, in, like, remember how they had like behind the music documentaries where I have like, you know, behind the apartment, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. all, you know, I'll just from uh, your humble beginnings. Behind the refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I'm getting Feeding my, time my TV gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the last thing we had on here because. You know, we're a Philly sports podcast. Uh, a lot of the food that you're working with, you know, there's going to be a lot of Philadelphia origins. You know, we had bulgogi cheesesteaks tonight. So, obviously, you know, the cheesesteak aspect being very Philadelphia-esque and then mixing in, you know, some other fusion-type stuff. Got to have a conversation about just cheesesteaks in general. It's Let's always, do it. It's always a huge talking point. Steve, do you, do you want to start with your take here? Because I, I actually think I agree with you here, even though I wanted to bust your balls a little bit on it earlier. That I hate when people put green peppers on cheesesteaks. Oh, I, I was talking about the next part. So, yeah, okay, fine. So then let's start with that. That's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. I just – and I'll admit it's just me totally being a homer. Like, I know, um, like, people out in Chicago, like, if you put ketchup on your hot dog, that's a huge no-no. And people get, like, real butthurt and, you know, over-defensive. Like, like I, I don't care if people put ketchup on their hot dogs. Like, put up whatever you want. And yeah, I love ketchup on Yeah, and dog. if someone gives me a hot dog already with ketchup on, like, I'll, I'll still eat it. Like, you know, I prefer mustard, but I'm not going to not eat it. Yeah. But, dude, when it comes to cheesesteaks, like, every time I see, like, a video or some, you know, cooking show, someone's, like, put, adding the green peppers, I'm like, God fucking damn it. Like, no, no. Like, and it's not that I hate green peppers, like, like, I love, um like, roasted peppers on, like, you know, uh, like a bratwurst or, like, you know, an Italian sausage. Right. Like, that's where they belong, but not on a cheesesteak. I mean, that's I'm just... a picky-ass eater, and I like green peppers on a lot of things. But, again, you don't put them on a cheesesteak. I agree. And you go to any other city, and it says, Philly cheesesteak, steak, cheese, peppers, and onions. It's like, no, motherfucker, that's not it. Mm-mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind them on a lot of things. That's just not how it works. Now... What do you feel about mushrooms? Because I love mushrooms on a cheese. Oh, I do. Yeah, I fuck with the mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now some places are better with the mushrooms than right. others. Like I just want to get it from anywhere. But yeah, I. 
and I won't get mushrooms if it's the first time I'm at, at the, like a cheesesteak place. Yes. I always go traditional. Like, I'll either, like, just uh, whiz wit or American wit. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And, and I don't do it often, but I, I uh, sometimes I'm in the mood for, like, the like the cherry peppers they have, like, off to the side. Like yeah, the, yeah. That, that's good, too. So if I'm in the mood for that. That's, um. well, we'll we'll talk about where we like better. But that 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 was the big kicker for me with D'Alessandro's was they have their own cherry pepper relish right on the oh. counter for you to apply as you want. That was a huge deal for me. But we'll get to D'Alessandro's because I want to talk about that. But the other one you had, which is kind of where I wanted to start, but we'll get that one out of the way, was... Like, how popular it has become to hate the staple cheesesteak places. Your Pats, your Geno's, your Tony Luke's, pretty much the big three. And 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 I think I think you're right here. Like, I've always really liked Pats. I think Pats makes a good cheesesteak. Is it the best yeah. cheesesteak in the city? No. Mm. But if, you know, some tourist comes in, they're like, oh, which one of these should I go to? Like, it's kind of getting tired of being like, bro, you don't want to go to these ones. You go to go to this place all the way out. In, in northwest Philadelphia, yeah. like, dude, they don't yeah. want to fucking make that drive. They just want to go get a cheesesteak, take a bunch of Instagram pictures with it, and be yeah. like, hey, yeah. I went here. Like, let them, let them do that. So, if you, you know, pick your favorite out of all of them. I fucking hate Geno's. I think Tony Luke's is fine. I think Pat's is the best out of all of them. But, like, are any of those three on, like, my top five cheesesteak anywhere? No, not at all. But, dude. 2 a.m., drunk as shit, a patch cheesesteak fucking hits. Oh, yeah, with the cheese whiz. Extra whiz. Absolutely oh, yeah. hits. Yeah. They have the best che- yellow cheese whiz out of anybody, though. Like, that's where they're good. Their their roll is good, and their cheese whiz is really good. That's where I think they make their money. I, I agree with you. Out of those three, I'll hit pats every single time. Yep. Um, Gino's, it's just like a, it's a fucking bug trap. Just with all, <laughs> all you see all the lights and you just see all the little fucking insects and peasants just go over to Gino's. And, and yeah. I think, I think this was George, George's line as well. So I got to give him credit because my favorite thing he said about Gino's was it's racism hidden behind patriotism. Oh so yeah. The whole yeah. speak, even if the food was bullshit. good, I would yeah. not give them my money, but we tried it once and it fucking sucked. So yes. Best of both worlds. Don't need to give them my money. Don't want to give them my money and don't want their food anyway. So like we spoke earlier, like I travel a lot and you won't believe how many times that you get somewhere and you're hungry and you just want to eat something and you hope that they understand you. So I can't imagine like traveling. <laughs> you're traveling from Russia. You're traveling from Italy or Spain. Yeah. You get to Philadelphia to cheesesteak places like speak English or get the fuck out of the line. And you waited all this time to try your cheesesteak and you're going to break my balls like that. Yeah. Fuck you, man. Man. Yeah, there's seriously. times like I'm I'm in Thailand. They, I can't speak any Thai, or I, like or even and like I can't speak French. I was there, and I'm like trying to plead. Like I want, can I have this? <laughs> or that I'm pointing, and they work with you. Like yeah, or yeah. like they pull out they pull out a menu with your language on it. Well, I mean, it's you know not I, not to get a deep. It's American entitlement. That's all. It yeah, is. and you really don't see it almost anywhere else. I've it's actually really sad. like because like growing up, we always had exchange students. We were like, okay, these are the two most famous places. But we're going to go here because your English isn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, yeah, fuck that place. Like, yeah. but another, I, I feel like for some reason so many George stories are coming up here for some <laughs> reason. But the, the funniest story about like being wanting food so bad and not being able to convey it was we tailgated a Phillies game. We went in, and we were f- destroyed. And I think who was with, was, was Corey with him or were you? One of, I wasn't with him. But the story, goes, the story goes that he was trying to buy hot dogs from one of the stands. This is when we still had sidekicks. So this was like, oh man, like right after senior year of high school, maybe freshman year of college. Yo, you were balling if you had that sidekick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 
he was trying to pay for his food with the calculator on his sidekick. <laughs> and he was just like typing in the numbers and <laughs> trying to give it to them. That's, oh. And they were like, sir, that's your cell phone. That was like 13 years before Apple Pay. And yeah, that like, shit, oh, yeah. If you would have patented that, he'd he was be rich. so yeah. ahead of the curve. Can I just pay with my phone? Dude, there was I'd probably ne- some guy in line behind like, that's the idea. And now he's a millionaire. A ma- Holy yeah. shit. Never even thought about that. <laughs> So, Wes, I, I don't know where you stand on this. And this may be the, the one thing that, that kind of splits us here. So, I'm scared. What are your thoughts on gyms? Gyms. South Street. So, on South Street, it's my favorite cheesesteak. And I will tell you that I've been doing the South Street burrito before that asshole guy that claims it was his idea. I've been doing this since I was 18. I definitely believe that. Dude, yeah. I'll get that cheesesteak from Jim's, whiz wit, walk down Lorenzo's, and roll that bitch up and eat it in Lorenzo's. And then everyone in line getting pizza is like, what the fuck is that? And it's like, <laughs> is that on the menu? I was like, no, you got to go to Jim's. You come here, you roll it up, and you eat it. And like, it's either people are really impressed or they're disgusted yeah. at you. Like, oh, my God, that's an abomination. Pretty extreme either way, yeah. yeah. Uh, neither of us like Jim. I've had bad yeah. experiences. I've I've gone two, maybe three times. So it's not even like one bad time. So where's your spot to go on South Street? I, I mean, I don't really think there is a good cheesesteak on South Skip Street. Skip it and get Lorenzo's. So, then. so yeah. I, I did that taco once. I don't know where we got the cheesesteak from. I almost feel like we might have brought Pat's there or something hmm. to do it. Yeah, I've never done it. Because I'm trying it, to so. think. Because I've tried Jim's. And I also tried uh, Ishka Bibbles because I heard that was good. And I didn't like that either. Uh, um... Some people swear by Ishka Bibbles. It was, it's okay. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm still taking gyms over it. Dude, my favorite place to eat on South Street, honestly, was Downey's, and I'm sad that it's gone. I have never, I never was there. It, they were on Bar Rescue. They were all the way down at at the corner uh, by by the gap to walk over to uh, to Delaware Ave. They're right on the left corner that that bar. Mm. Oh, we used to say uh, like They're really the, good pizza. Yeah, was that? Maybe I'm thinking the other bar where it's like we would joke like, "Oh, this is like the cheapest shots in the Delaware in all Delaware County." Uh, that might have been there. They yeah. did have cheap, cheap shots, but I don't know. There's a lot of places with cheap shots, so most of the time I don't remember yeah. that. So asking me to remember <laughs> Fair a place with cheap shots is well, I, I do enjoy a citywide. So hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Uh, okay, so best cheesesteaks doesn't have to be like just in the city, but mainly talking like Philadelphia surrounding areas. I'll give you mine because I'm pretty set on mine. And I don't know if I can rank them. I guess if I have to, I think I'm going to go Steve's Prince of Steaks, number one. Alessandro's, number two. John's Roast Pork, number three. And Phillip's, number four. I'm gonna. I like all those, but for this D'Alessandro's, at least for the one I got, they really chopped their meat up pretty yes, fine. Very diced. It's like it's almost like I like to compare it to almost like the taco meat almost. Yeah, so, I can see, see that. that. That's how I felt about uh, gym steaks. Like when I got it, it was like chopped. Like I've never seen a cheesesteak chopped to death like that. See, I think I don't think Jim's is chopped like D'Alessandro's, but <laughs> yeah, it's more. Uh, like South Jersey chopped than a lot of the Philly ones where it's the bigger cuts. Yeah. Jim's is more like that. That that was the thing is Jim's was more like a South Jersey pizza place cheesesteak to me. And to me, I've had plenty of better ones from South Jersey pizza places. Yeah. So like my top two right now, they're neck to neck because I've been a John's roast pork guy for probably like the last, I don't know, forever since I realized there was more than passes of Gino. Like when you're in high school, it's past Geno's. Yeah. But then like when right. you start, when you get a real job and real money, you realize there's better options out there. So it's been John's roast pork, but Angelo's Angelo's yeah. 
Dude, uh, I, yeah, I kind of, I've only had it once, so I probably forgot to put it on this list. I probably would put them. They're definitely ahead of Phillips. I don't know if they're in my top three. They might be number four. Maybe so Phillips is number five. They have one. I think it's called the Tony Head, and it's a cheesesteak, and it's with uh, uh, Cooper Sharp American cheese, but it's on a garlic bread. Ooh. And it's just, oh, it's so damn good. I think I wanted to get that one, but, again, first time I went, got to get the regular. Yeah. Now I'll go back yeah. and try that. Oh, yeah. But they have, like, even outside the cheesesteak realm, they have some great sandwiches yeah. um, on that menu. But, yeah, they're, I'd say they're, like, one and two, like, any given day. But that's the thing, too. Like, both any sandwich from Philadelphia does not travel well over any bridge back to Jersey. So that's you, true, yeah. you get a cheesesteak, I got to eat it there. Uh. So the the only the only one I can say because the only time I had it I brought it over because I had to because it was during quarantine though was uh in South Philly Mike's Barbecue. Oh, the, did you get the gritty? Yep. Damn, that shit is bomb. Dude. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's like a non traditional because it's right. made out of brisket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So but if you're talking about that, that, I got you got to say donkeys in Camden too. Well, so the, I had that as a separate topic to see yeah. what everybody thought about that. So we'll get to that. But Steve, give us yours. So my top three, like, in no order for me, it's John's Roast Pork, uh, Steve's Prince of Steaks, and then a place that I don't really know anyone else that's been there. It's called Sonny's. I've heard of it. Yeah, in yeah. um, that not, old city. It's, yeah. it's like, a block away from Franklin Fountain. Like, uh, it's, uh, like, just regular whiz-wit banging. The last time uh, I went there, they had, like, a um, like a French onion cheesesteak where it was, just like, um... I'll fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, like this garlic, like garlic aioli, and like this. Um, it was like almost like eating French onion soup, but it was like in the form of cheese. Yeah, that's kind like, of what I figured you were getting. Yeah, at. and then like like uh, we then they're like, oh, you want some uh, cheesesteak fries? I'm like, yeah, and like the fries were like like I'm a fat ass. Like I just love like all any right. The kind fries of, don't count though. We're talking yeah, cheesesteaks. Come on, buddy, good. reel it in. But yeah, th- those are my top three. So I, so. I like Sonny's too. My buddy Mike. He put me on. He does Wiz and American from Sonny's, and that's how I order it when I'm mm, there. Interesting. See, I, I only saw that for the first time when I went to gyms. Like, I saw a lot of people ahead of me in line getting that, but... Uh, Wiz and I, American? Yeah, but oh. I, I didn't try it, so I never, never thought, thought about that. Yeah. I've always... I've gotten extra Wiz a lot at certain places, yeah. but I've never gotten different types of cheeses. Yeah, that's the one thing at Pat's, too, is I always get extra Wiz Wit. I feel like that makes a big difference there. I, and, again, yeah. I, I think it's because I think their Wiz is the best, but... Wes, you mentioned donkeys. Thoughts? Uh, I love donkeys a lot. It's a non. I would call. I would put it under a non-traditional because it's not on a long roll. It's got the poppy seed Kaiser, and like it's funny that you're mentioning French onion because that's how I I describe that as a French. It has like a French onion taste yeah. because of the way because that they of the roll. It, well, no, because of the onions they do because it's almost uh, like stewed like onions. Caramelized, yeah, too. and they put a heaping amount on it a too. Lot. So I say, if you like cheesesteaks and you like French onion soup, now you're talking Camden location. Yeah, right? yeah, oh, well, yeah, the original yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, where you can get a beer like that. You come out of court and you won the case. You go to Donkeys, man. Oh, I'm what? telling you. How, has that happened to you on more times than your fingers, or uh, I can count them on both hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Donkey, dude. So like when we when we were playing in bands and stuff, we were playing Vineland a good amount when they had the Hangar 84 down there, and they used to have a spot right next to that. So that's where. I I first heard about it and that's what was actually really good yeah. like they did a great job with it and then that shut down and hangar 84 didn't exist anymore either and then when i was working at an insurance company in marlton there's the donkeys there yeah. and we went there like once or twice but that one wasn't it great. doesn't I, what, i've never saying. been to the camden one still i think I it's the grease in the grill it's just been there so oh, long yeah. it's just seasoned like it's Dude, a good cast iron works, pan man. 
but that but that takes us on to a, a great question, Steve. You you pretty much hit a bunch of them here, but and I already kind of teased my one, but you know, cheesesteak variations and and Wes even graced us with making us oh, yeah. a bulgogi cheesesteak tonight, which again was fucking delicious. And thank you, thank you very yeah, much. Thank and, you, uh, thank you. And I'm sure you'll be able to find that when you check them out at Feeding Time TV, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. But you know, we talked about the gritty as well, being a brisket cheesesteak, oh, so good with that. Uh, I think they put like the the onion straws on it. Um, it's on a potato nice, sticks, I think. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got this like, it's. I guess it almost is kind of like that that um, yum yum sauce you gave us, like kind of like a sriracha mayo ish kind of. I think there's like a mustard. It's got like a mustard taste to it. Too. Kind of. See, I'm not a mustard guy, but I, it was mustard ish. Yeah, but it definitely. That stained more. my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was definitely up there. Obviously, the lobster cheesesteak at Chickies, yeah. which like their cheesesteaks okay, but you know when you get the lobster, it definitely just escalates a little bit. But yeah. um, you know, you guys have any other ones that you've had that you can think of that are, are kind of like um, experimental types? Well, if if you don't have the uh, fortune of having one of uh, Wes's bulgogi cheesesteaks, a uh, Dolsot House in uh, Cherry Hill, I've had both. Like a uh, like a beef and a uh, spicy pork one, like bang, and they even get it like on a like fresh seeded roll. Like it's it's wow. done right. It, it's it's one of the best. Yeah, the, the, and I know few people. They went to that place in Port Richmond and had the kibasa one. I that's on I my. I need bucket. to try that. Yeah, yeah. But that. um, one of my favorite like this place isn't open anymore in Reading Terminal. But if you ever been to Bra House Schmitz on South Street. They used to have a location in Reading Terminal called Worst House, and I actually liked the food there better because they had like more like sausages and, and just like regular sandwiches, and they had like a, a, a pork cheesesteak that was just like banging. And rest in peace, it's no longer there. So the other one that came to mind for me was um, Shailene's in Westville. Oh yeah, they do a cheesesteak wrap, but then they deep fry the whole fucking thing. I haven't I love Shalines and I've I've not had that. All yet. their food is really good, but that's the thing that that I go back there for. It's really freaking good. I'm I'm going to have to try that cuz I usually just get the roast pork or the yeah, uh, roast, the roast beef. beef, yeah. And then yeah. the other thing, this is not really cheesesteak at all, but I, I know you'll appreciate this too. And Wes, I don't know if you've heard of this place, but we praise it all the time. Lorenzo's Cabana in Westville, right next to Westville Brewery, make cheesesteak empanadas, and all their empanadas uh, are banging. They have buffalo chicken. They have a Cuban one. They have a one. Cuban one. The Cuban one's the best the one. pork and... Yes. Uh, and I ham. love an empanada. Yeah. Yo, they're banging. They're like two fifty a piece, and they're they're hefty. Yeah. Uh, and their tacos are amazing. Their breakfast chorizo burrito will change your life. Uh, I love chorizo, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure the... Uh, I'm sure the the where did you say you had the garlic bread variant? Oh, that was at Angelo's. Angelo's, right? yeah. I'm sure Angelo's in. kicks the shit out of this. But the only time I've had a like garlic bread cheesesteak, and it was pretty decent, is at uh, what's that chain of, of places that uh, Gatanos? Yeah. Gitano, so there's a so not all Gatanos are created correct. Equal. There's yeah. one in like Winslow or Willingboro. Well, that's the original, and that's yeah. that's like the OG. That's the good one. But like. So the one in like lawn side was really shitty, but I got the garlic bread cheesesteak from like I don't know, like kind of Mount Laurel, 
I don't think it's actually whatever's like just south of there. I think. Yeah. And uh, and that one was really really good. I was pretty impressed. I didn't mean to try and get to the Willingboro one because I hear that's oh the they whole, stacked that shit yeah. in. So I was so pissed off because I went to the Gatanos in Brooklyn. I don't even know. That's what I meant. Yeah. Brooklyn. Oh yeah, Brooklyn yeah, sucks, dude. They they give you this big ass fucking roll and like you could scoop all the meat and put it to a quarter of the roll. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> oh, this? Oh yeah. I brought that over your house. That's yeah. the other time I had it. I forget uh, what we they were doing. They make a piss poor cheesesteak. Yeah. yeah. I, I was don't pretty. Good. Given the original bad name man I, I mean do you have any anything else food wise you want to talk about i think we hit a lot there oh man this is good this is fun man i could talk about food all fucking do, day. Do you, the only other thing I, I thought of is if you ever want to um oh, have, I like, do a, have a like a like a patreon like people can pay us money if you want to hear like i'm sure among you know uh the three of us like just food and other experiences we shall say in new orleans like uh oh yeah that's yeah. so yeah i wanted <laughs> that's to another add, episode but. um like I wanted to like quick run down like where's the best like fried chicken you've had? Willie Mays, like, like New Orleans, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah same. Fuck now, now have you been to Nashville? I have not been to Nashville. Oh yeah, I, I I've had the, the and Willie Mays better. Yes. Okay. Like the the fried chi- like just it's so crispy. See, yeah, Nancy's, Nancy's been to Nashville, but not New Orleans. So uh, she says Nashville's good, but I got to take it to Willie Mays still. Yeah, and uh, and Willie Mays, I've learned from being in New Orleans twice now. Like, go as early as you can in the day. Yep. Because um, like, not to deter people, but when we went for dinner, like it was like late at night, and food was the going, nicest part of the neighborhood. Yeah, here. and I'm um, like. We saw like a cockroach walking around, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it was still worth it. So, like, you know. Um, but yeah, best fried chicken. You yeah. say a question for us? Oh yeah. So I'm, I want to ask you two a question. All right, let's just say both of you are in prison. You're both on death row. Tomorrow you are sentenced to death. I'll let you pick. You can be hung, shot, whatever. Okay. You're gonna die. Great. Um. So, but basically, I'm the warden. You're gonna tell me what your last meal is, and I'll and I'll grant it. So I want to hear, I want to hear your appetizer, you your main course, your drink of choice, and your dessert. Dude, this is. I mean, you know, n- normally guys get like a week in a cell to think about this. I mean, we think <laughs> you, you, on the or like twenty five. Now, like, <laughs> I guess, am I limited to like one item for each, like an item for the appetizer, an item for the entree? Yeah, we'll stick to one thing, right. one or main idea. My appetizer, one thousand percent, has to be a plate of fat daddies. Yep. Oh, yeah. Dominic's fat daddies. easily. Yeah. Um, the entree, man. That's. I know. It's probably. That uh, that aged steak we got from yep. Del Frisco's. Yep. Yeah. It was like if, was are it? we picking the same fucking thing? Probably. We're <laughs> gonna be in the same cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gonna make a share it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a. Um, no, it wasn't a porterhouse. I think it was. Was it new? I think it was like a fifty-five day aged New York strip. Damn. And it just like aged steak has that taste too, that like that earthy, nutty taste. Yeah, it's, yeah it's dude. Unreal. And like, good. and um, I was like, I was like, I can get like a little bit bigger cut for like ten dollars less, but I'm sure like this aged one is so like pristine. Like, I just got to shell out the money, right? And yeah, dude. God damn. And and it was funny because like a week leading up before that, I like I'm not a religious like cook show watcher, but I watch a lot of Master Chef. And every episode, like, you have to make a baronet sauce. I'm like, what the fuck is a baronet sauce? Like, what is? So I asked the guy, I'm like, do you guys have baronet sauce? Like, I know in a place like this, you're not supposed to get shit on a steak. But, like, I've always wanted. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, they fucking pour it all over my steak. And I'm like, 
uh, like I don't know, but dude, it was it fucking went well with the steak. Just yeah, I didn't like, and, and we fuck with that, and I got that, that on a and fucking we, expensive I think steak. You, idiot. you and you got your steak cooked rare, right? I forget if I went medium rare or rare. I think for that one, I might have actually went rare. I don't know. Yeah, I I went rare. I'm usually like at a nice place, I'll go medium rare, and at an average place, I'll go medium because I don't trust them. Yeah. I'm, I I don't think I went rare. I think I probably went medium rare. Yeah, I know. I don't, I go I don't, to medium I don't, rare. I don't, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty comfortable medium rare now. I don't know if I'm ever going to be a rare guy. I think medium rare is pretty pretty much where I'm at. So what uh, you going to wash this down? What you going to wash this steak down with? Uh my my I mean if I'm going whiskey, I'm going Johnny Blue. Oh yeah. But if I'm going beer, then I don't think they make it anymore, but I would, I guess, have to get a commission. Rogue Beard Beer is still the best beer I've ever had. You said Rogue Beard Beer? Beard Beer. What's the, what's the profile on oh. the alcohol content, if you know? Um, it, it was I'm ver- testing you. <laughs> it's it it definitely like an IPA. Um, I think it was like some kind of special yeast, which is why they called it Beard Beer, because I think the joke was like they're literally like fermenting it from like yeast of like their, <laughs> their beards or whatever. Like that was the joke. But like I think it was like it's kind of – like IPA slash pale ale, but it was pretty strong, and like it's just been one of the most drinkable beers I've had. Now, admittedly, like I the two or three bottles of it I had, I still had when I was like learning beer a lot. So I I would really be curious to know what I think about it now. But as as it stands now, I still feel like it's the beer that I think back of, and like if I had to only pick one beer to rate as like the perfect beer, I still think it's that and like. Like the first time I had Le Fin du Monde was like a really oh, great yeah. experience, but I don't feel like it. I feel like it just hasn't. It's not the same anymore. Like I feel like something. Does that have a picture of like a dragon on it? Elephant. They're like elephant. an elephant. Yeah, but it's like an oil painting. Like it's pretty. Uh, uh, it's like it's like blue and pink, and the and the bottles like this gray ceramic, almost marble looking thing, and it's aluminum wrapped with like a uh, a metal thing at the top. You have to untwist and then pop the cork of. Fancy. Yeah, it's a Bel- I mean, it's a Belgian beer. You can get a bottle for like. 10, 12 bucks. It's not expensive, but it, it is really good. And dessert, I would probably, I'm torn between the, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the one I would get, but a very close second because I miss it and I'm still regretting it is Miller's used to make uh, like a nutter butter pie. Okay. It's like a chocolate peanut butter pie with like, with a uh, nutter butter on it. And it's really freaking good, but I'd probably have to get a peanut butter silk cake from Sweet Eats. Oh, mm. sweet eats, dude! Damn, sweet eats, bro. That's that is it. good. So for me, I my drink and uh, sweet kind of go together, and and bust my balls all you want. I don't care. Um, the re- reason I would pick a fat daddy's is my appetizer, because for some reason I don't know why I have it ingrained in my brain and DNA. Every time I have doms, I have to stop at Wawa on the way home. <laughs> Get a chocolate milk and get, I usually go a peanut butter candy cake or the chocolate junior cake. Like the tasty, like it's just like, and like. Dude, that cookies and cream one they had for a while was unreal. Dude, dude. yeah, that. Chocolate milk and apple fritters, my Wawa. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, it would be quick and easy. And there's just something like, I know a lot of people uh, like growing to like really hate milk, like especially whole milk, but like. Dude, I still like. Love it. I could not I still love it like. Too. Dude, I fucking love like a, a and like. Dude, you know where I thought you were going with this, and now it's making me rethink my drink answer. Was I thought you were going to you know, peanut butter Oreo milkshake from Nifty Fifties? Oh, that's dude. A, we drank way too many of those. Yeah, I but, love milkshakes. Uh, what's that? the Pop Shop in Kongswood? Oh, they have a key lime time, pie. 
I don't know if you like yeah, key lime yeah. pie. See, I don't think I yeah. I, I'll drink a key lime pie beer, but I don't know about a milkshake. Oh, that's good. The graham cracker, yum yum. So, so what about you, man? Oh, for me. I feel like you've thought about this too oh, much. Oh, I, I well, mine changes. Like, I guess it, <laughs> I guess the first question that I should ask myself, like, am I in there for, did I do it or did I not do it? Because <laughs> if I did do it. My guess I'm, is you did it. I'm yeah. going to ball out. If I'm in there wrongfully charged, I might not be very hungry. <laughs> but, uh, no, my appetizer would be my go-to wedding hors d'oeuvre where I seek it out. I'm like a heat-seeking missile. I need to find the scallops wrapped in bacon. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I'll eat like dude, 20 so of them. Dude, they're so hit and miss, though, dude. I've had ones that I feel like I'm going to get sick from eating, and oh, then like I've had ones that I can yeah. eat all of them. Yeah, it depends. Real like, scary. Pro but if you're going to die anyway, then yeah. fuck it. Pro yeah. tip for weddings, because I go to a lot of them. <laughs> uh, for the people who don't know, like uh, last year, I went to 13 weddings. Holy shit. So... You find where the kitchen is, and you set up shop right outside those doors, so they have to pass you with every hot plate. And that's then, a pro tip, baby. Oh yeah. And then, if by chance you want something that you can't find, hey, how many weddings are you going to where you get to pick your seat? Oh no, this is cocktail hour. Okay, okay. So okay. when it's the pastor, there's. All right, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but then, if there's something that you want and they don't have any, you just call one of the people over and you just bribe them twenty bucks. I was like, listen. I didn't get any of those scallops wrapped in bacon. I know you got some more back there. Here's 20. Get me a plate. And they will take it. They will oh, take yeah. it every time. Of course they will. But uh, right. So that would be my appetizer. My main course dinner would be a surf and turf. I would do a port, an aged porterhouse. Yeah. And then Alaskan king crab legs. Now, do you have a place you're getting that from or just? Ooh. Uh, we'll do, I will say Barclay Prime. Okay. Barclay Prime for the, the uh, aged porterhouse. Or you know what? Maybe I'll switch that up. I'll do a tomahawk. I'm I'm dying tomorrow. I, I Might as well get the tomahawk. I still haven't had one of those. Oh, I'm, I'm dying delicious. to try one. Yeah, no, that. But then you'll I, be dying. I'm if sure. I feel frisky, I can turn that big ass bone into a weapon, stab some people <laughs> on the neck on my way There's out. Your yeah. <laughs> if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody yeah. with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, and then for a drink, I would have said maybe like a whiskey, like a nice whiskey, like a uh, I don't know, like a Johnny Walker Blue Bull. That's a Scotch. But to be honest with you, it would be a tie between a Mexican Coke mm. or a Martinelli's Apple uh, Sparkling Cider. I love Martinelli's. Like, it's like crack. <laughs> like, oh, it is so good. And then for my dessert, I do like a creme brulee, like a vanilla bean creme brulee. But then now that I'm thinking about it harder, because this changes depend on my mood, if I'm happy, sad, hungry, not hungry. I, I do like the Mount Vesuvius Sunday at Franklin oh, Fountain. Shit. Oh, shit, yeah. It is that, a, it's yeah. a... It's like a $25 Sunday, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... I think that's what I'm going for right now. That's that's my... my all right, so out. when we're all uh, in jail at some point after we do maybe like a, a live tailgate kind of thing and some shit goes down, we uh, we all know what we're eating, boys. We're, gonna we're eating good. I mean, what are we going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> I think we just hit a bunch of spots, so yeah. I'm sure we'll figure it out, but... <laughs> Again, uh, Wes, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us, dude. Let's no problem, do, Let's guys. do it again, uh, especially if you're cooking. Let's do it all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, make, make sure you check out Feeding Time TV. They're on YouTube. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Look up at Feeding Time TV. You will find them there. Uh, they've got stuff coming out all the time, so make sure that you check them out. Uh, for Wes, for Steve, I'm Dan. Thanks, to everybody, for listening, and trust the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>